Hello and welcome to my podcast. You've got to be joking with me, Bunny Jane. Uh, This week I'm going to be talking about just general heartbreak situation and how I've been dealing with it recently. Um, The rockiness of what heartbreak is, I guess. So, you know, some days you're you're absolutely flying and you feel amazing and you're on the right track and you've made the right decision to move on from your relationship that's ended and you're kind of getting to know yourself again, getting to understand how to love yourself again and starting from the very beginning and trying to figure your life and yourself out. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do for the last year. And days like yesterday where I just lost it, I was at a party with one of my... um, best friends and you know when you're like you just feel like really alone you're sat in a room full of people yet you feel invisible or you feel like you're screaming like at the top of your lungs but nobody can hear you you know like that kind of feeling I was like that so as much fun as everyone was having around me I booked a cab and I got out of there just because I couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore and I just sobbed all the way home in the cab I can't tell you what triggers these feelings because sometimes it's like it just hits you like a ton of bricks and it's overwhelming and you kind of just end up in the back of an Uber uh, like a snobby, like sobbing, absolute snotty mess, you know. Um, It's just overwhelming. If you're anything like me, I always listen to music and when I feel like this, like... I call it infinite music, is what I call it. So it's like overly emotional, ethereal, makes you feel like you're going to live forever kind of type of music. Really, um, you know, gut-wrenching. It kind of helps you get out all the tears, like you're wringing out a towel, like gut-wrenching emotions. Just trying to get them all out. Um, I've been in this state so many times before, and I've spoken about this on my episode where I spoke about Heartbreak Hotel. And the states I've got myself in, um, I can't even tell you the amount. I can't even count. You know, when you finally, um, well, like, like yesterday, I kind of finally got home, got through the door and just collapsed, shoes on, bag on, and just laid down wherever you are and just sobbed hysterically because the pain of heartbreak, there's nothing on earth, on earth as painful as that. And I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy if I had one. It makes you feel, like, just fucking sick. And it hurts your heart. And no matter the amount of tears you've cried, the pain stays. And for me, I get in such a bad state of wanting to, like, numb myself. So that's why I drink and do drugs as much as I do. And I suppose to actively stop my brain from thinking about what's happening. Ultimately, like, I know, obviously, that's not what you should do. But when you feel like that, it's so overwhelming. You'll try and do anything to stop that pain. And it's exhausting. And at this rate, I'm surprised I'm still living and breathing on this earth because I've hit so hard over the last year and just generally not been looking after myself. (sighs) But, you know, whether that's drinking too much, not working out enough, or sleeping with guys who treat me like shit, or all of the above, I suppose my my lack of self-love does that to me. And I definitely go through ebbs and flows of that, of feeling like, yeah, I'm feeling great on top of the world and I can do anything, I can conquer anything, and... um, kind of being a shining light for other people as well but that is exhausting and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice that I've not had the greatest of 24 hours I've just felt like an absolute piece of shit and sometimes life is going to do that to you and 
I don't want it to come across like I'm going to be happy all the fucking time on Instagram. You see the best of somebody, you don't see the worst. It's not like I'd be going on there crying hysterically on a fucking live video to show you all what it's actually like behind closed doors because it's not what people do. You only want people to see the best. And actually to pretend that you're doing your best when actually you're probably not, you know? And yeah, I am being overly open about this because I feel like when you do go through that feeling, you feel you're the only person in the world that is and you're alone, you know, and you're not alone. I know that others out there have felt the same and go through the same thing and maybe feel alone in that. And I just want to tell you that you're not and that I'm there with you on that floor crying because I'm literally going through the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life. Going through a divorce is the hardest thing I've ever gone through emotionally. Not only does it take up to a year, in my case, to go through, and there's so many different stages, it's crazy to me how easy it is to get married and how hard it is to, to get a divorce. There'll be days where I feel, like I said, you know, like I feel great. I've had a great day at work and I'm like surrounded by amazing people and just like loving my life. And then I'll go check my emails and there'll be one of the stages of divorce that's been approved. So it's, it's creeping closer and closer to being finalised and that's what's so hard. It's like a little reminder of losing my best friend like I have. Feels like I've lost a fucking limb. And I can't even talk to him, I feel like, for anyone who's been through anything like this. Oh, fuck, I'm with you. I'm literally there with you holding your hand, telling you it'll all be okay because you do need that. You need someone to tell you that and someone to fucking be there for you whilst this is happening because it is so hard like it's so fucking hard and like anyone that is going through a similar thing to me like fucking hats off to you because jesus christ doing this on my own and living on my own and like having to navigate through this all alone has been the hardest thing i've ever ever done in my life genuinely like genuinely the hardest thing and nobody can teach you how to deal with that or cope with heartbreak there's no 101 of you know, how to deal with heartbreak for dummies. It's each to their own. And a lot of people put it into something... Um, a lot of the time it's, you know, working out or um, focusing on work and maybe not eating. And that's what I did. I suppose I still do. I, I punish myself, which I know in itself is sad, but I know people do this as it's a form of coping and trying to have control over something so you don't feel like a complete fucking mess or completely fucking useless. And it's hard because I no longer have that person who was in my life for nearly a decade. I can't pick up the phone, text or whatever because he doesn't reply. Um, and what's more heartbreaking than that? You know, being married to someone to nothing. I have never, ever quite felt pain like it. And being so open about things and how I feel is something I feel is quite hard and I'm laying my heart and my soul on the line for you whilst you, you're here with me listening. But I am doing it because I don't want anyone else to feel alone if they do. And also to tell my story. Hurting can sometimes create something beautiful and... I don't know, it feels like maybe there is something around the corner that will change my life and will take the struggle and the pain away. But I suppose when this divorce all comes to a, you know, when it's finalised, I can finally be able to move on. It's absolute 
again, downtown <laughs> LA in here. Bloody hell. You wouldn't think I live in East London. You'd think I'd live um, somewhere freaking dodgy. Anyway, lost my trail of thought there. Um, yeah, I mean, telling my story. I mean, hurting is like the worst thing in the fucking world. And I literally wouldn't wish it upon anyone. And I, when the divorce is finalised, I can finally move on. He has... Um, so maybe maybe I can, you know. I suppose it's... Um, I've thrown myself into work, tr- drinking and partying far too fucking much. To the point where I'm like, <laughs> do I need to take myself into rehab? Because, I mean, my, a couple of my friends are like, fucking hell, Meg. You need to sort your fucking life out. Like, be kinder to yourself um stop absolutely going wild on the fucking martinis and taking too many drugs on a night out and staying up until god knows what ungodly hour because it doesn't exactly help with the anxiety or depression um it is literally all kicking off here today um not saying that i am depressed because i feel like i've definitely come a long way since that's happened last but Everybody that goes through something like this, there are days where you do feel the same as depression and it's fucking horrific. Like, you don't, like, on a sunny day like it is today. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to see anyone. The curtains are closed. And I'm sat in a room where I'm alone with my own thoughts yet again. And I'm trying to do something to change that. And I suppose this is why I am doing this, because I feel like not only is it kind of cathartic for me to be able to let all this out and um tell you about how I'm actually feeling but also being able to like help someone if they feel the same you know like they're not they're not alone my next question is how how to deal with heartbreak like how how do you deal with it what is what is the answer to that there is I suppose there is no complete solid answer Firstly, yes, I'm going to continue to go to therapy. And if you're going through something similar to this, like what I'm going through, I couldn't tell you how much this has changed my life for me, like therapy. Before therapy, I couldn't deal with anything alone. Like I relied on my my ex for such a long time. Um, I couldn't deal with anything. I always relied on someone else for my emotional stability. <clears throat> Sorry, this cough is still hanging around. I can't believe it. It's so rude. I feel like everyone in London has got this frigging cough right now. So if you have, like, do do let, let me off. <laughs> um, you can't basically do... Well, you can't rely on someone else to try and heal you. You can't do that. You have to do it yourself. You have to sit in the pain. You have to feel it. And if you don't, you can actually create bad things to happen within your body. Like, you, you generally, like, feel... If you're not dealing and crying these emotions out and, like, dealing with them and, like, trying to work through them on your own or, like, with a therapist or whatever, I feel like you can actually create, like, things that can help happen in your body. Like, back pain and other issues, body aches, you actually feel, like, genuinely physically ill because you're not dealing with the emotions and it will be distributed in a different way um, and try and be released, I, in my opinion. It's like, like going back to saying when I was... When me and um, my ex were, you know, kind of coming to an end, 
I was really, really sick for a long time and I couldn't work out what was wrong with me. And genuinely, it's because I think I was already grieving the relationship before it ended, a long time before, is that your body knows these things aren't right and it kind of does these things to try and, like... I don't even know what it is. I guess try and release the emotions and, like, prepare yourself for something. Who knows? That could be why. But... Yeah, um, finding tools to help you as well is, you know, a major thing. I think that's another thing with therapy is that it does teach you how to deal with things and use tools like breathing techniques um, and, you know, like maybe even like keeping a diary. I, I mean, I suppose this is kind of like a diary for me in a way. It's like a live diary of me like chatting shit to you and <laughs> letting it all out in uh, my own crazy weird way. Obviously, surrounding yourself with amazing people and having great friends around you. You don't need anyone who's going to not do that. Or even feeding it. Because, like, you know, some people thrive on others' hurt. It's like an emotional vampire. They got they get off on other people's hurt. Well, actually, it's like, um, you know, when... Well, well, people thrive on drama, don't they? So if they've if you've got people like that around you, then sack it off. Get rid of them. Surround yourself with fucking angels. And it makes it all that little bit easier. And yeah, fucking hell, cry it out, scream it out, sit in the bath and drink wine and cry your fucking heart out until your eyes are swollen into your head like little piss holes in the snow. Because <laughs> I've done it, I've done it countless amount of times, I can't tell you. Last night was the same thing. Um, write it down how you feel. Sing a song so loud it fucking hurts or sit in the dark and listen to music loudly or stupidly hug your teddy that you've had since you're a kid if you're like anything like me and I know I'm 33 but I still have a teddy and his name is koala and funnily enough would you believe he's actually a fucking koala I know inventive name um but we all have that inner child right who's hurt mine is she's still trying to heal still trying and we've all kind of got that and we've got to try and deal with that also as well as being a full-grown adult and trying to navigate through life and work and paying rent and all these other things that go into having to deal with this crazy life that we live and I have put all of what I feel into these episodes which I share with you and obviously like I said laying my my heart and my soul on the line right now (laughs) I couldn't be more open if I tried um I mean, being being kind to yourself as well, I, do, I find this really hard because I am so, so hard on myself. Like, you would not believe. Self-torture, self-punishment. I know, like, so many others, I do punish myself in so many ways. Or I throw myself into work and dating too much and drinking too much, which is a vicious cycle. Because, like, ultimately, it's treating... It's not treating myself how I should. Empty dating and empty sex like meaningless sex it is self-destructive for sure and I'm, I suppose like all of us um, we're trying to find something to not fill the void but essentially someone to love you that's what we're all looking for regardless of what you're saying on your dating profile or all that kind of thing but why are these people coming along are they, are they teaching you an individual lesson even if it's something small, like, you know, all these dates, all these people that you're sleeping with, or or is it something else? Is it just because you're not treating yourself right and you're kind of 
lowering your standards because you crave attention because you're lonely like I am I've had so many guys like met so many guys over the last year who have treated me like shit I just like I'm really unsure why like I don't I don't think I deserve it I haven't done anything to maybe maybe I've done something bad in a past life who knows and I'm repenting uh now <laughs> maybe the universe is trying to tell me to stop stop it or slow the fuck down or or realize my actual worth rather than going on dates with these guys who are like I said non-playable characters and actually you probably won't remember them in a year's time and be like who the fuck what the hell was I thinking um but I mean, I suppose you've got to do it all, right? It's all lessons, it's all lessons that we're learning along the way and it's difficult to kind of like navigate through them for sure. And I know this episode probably feels a little bit darker than the last because I feel like in the last one I was kind of a bit more like sassy slash... I did say, if, I did say fuck a hell of a lot in that last one, which is when I listened to it back, I was like, bloody hell, I need to calm down the old swearing. But also, it's unfiltered. I'm not going to go fucking through it and delete all the fuck, 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 fuck. So we go, probably just going to get as much as I have in the last one, in this one. I suppose in this episode, it's uh, different to the last because I am not my true happy self um, today. And it's hard to be that person all the time. It's actually fucking exhausting. And we are, as humans, we can't be happy all the time, every moment of the day. Um, But it's how we deal with things ultimately. And that is a struggle. It's like finding ways to cope, finding your way back to yourself and trying to love yourself again. And I'm trying to do that at the moment. And it's actually probably one of the hardest things I'm trying to have to relearn. Because how do you do that? Like the amount of therapy, working out, you know, buying yourself clothes, like trying to fill those voids of like what you feel in yourself is it's so difficult to try and get that self-love back. I mean, I know it's going to be time, it's going to be a journey of, like, it's healing, isn't it? And it's not exactly something that's been the easiest thing to get my head around um, not being with him anymore. It's been... It's been fucking hard. Like, feeling, like, empty and numb is, like, the worst. And not feeling good enough is the worst. And if you're anything like me really fucking winding yourself up <laughs> by like flicking through old photos old videos of the past and missing what you had and really kind of like just wondering what the fuck happened and what the hell is life why does it do this to you like ultimately I wouldn't have wanted to wake up in 20 years time and regretted staying together um you know, and other things as well, like, it can come out of the blue, these feelings, like it has with me in, over the last 24 hours. You could be sorting through things in your house and you've, you know, like, tidying your, your flat or whatever, and you could come across a photo or a letter or a birthday card and you just fucking lose it. Like, the tears come back and the pain come, like, that you've um, momentarily forgotten about comes back and it hits you like a fucking truck. And you feel like you're back to square one again. That's what I feel like I am today. I felt like I've done so much work over the last year on myself and I've been in like a great space. But you're back to square one and you've kind of got to like rebuild yourself again and again and again each time this happens. And you do wonder if you'll find love again. I, I wonder all the time. I'm going on all these dates with these duck guys and, um, you know, could this be the one? Like, 
but equally if you're searching like I feel like I said to myself that I wasn't searching and I'm looking for a casual thing but equally deep down everyone is though right because like you wouldn't rule it out if someone someone came along that you were like obsessed with which everyone wants to be right you want to have that back with someone like that's there's no better feeling in the world to me than like you know when you're texting someone it's like you've been on MSN till like what 1am or something and you're like chatting and like you're listening to all the love songs and like all those things that comes into it and if someone's interested in you there's literally nothing better in the world than that feeling when it's reciprocated it's just like a dream an absolute dream you feel like it's like that overwhelming heart-wrenching love where you feel like you're in a disney movie and you're like the luckiest person alive to have someone love you and see you and accept you for who you are and as well as want to rip your clothes off which is obviously it's crazy it's like the whole package but I suppose for now, I'll continue to date and learn about myself, I guess, as hard as that journey has been. And it continues to be a real up and down emotional fucking roller coaster, which I kind of just want to get off now. And yeah, but I suppose it's like, it's not the end right, right now. I mean, I'm such a romantic. I mean, you can probably tell from this. I know someone will come along where I least expect it and knock me sideways. Like, it always does, and you'll fall in love again. And it'll be like... Yeah, you'll be like... Uh, you know, you forget about all those times where you hurt. Um, but I think it's only going to come to me when I'm least expecting it, when you're not looking, and you're in a good place, and you're like, well, I mean, this is everybody says it right. I mean, as to how I met my exes was exactly the same. I was in a really good place, and I kind of was at a moment in my life where I felt, like, happy and okay on my own, and literally that night, I met him. So it was like, you know, good things come to those who wait, I suppose, at this point. I've got to keep trying to tell myself these things so I'm, like, not in a pit of an absolute state. Yeah, I don't know. Again, rambling on. Um, but know if you are going through something like this, like I am. I'm nearly a year on, and I still hurt all the time. Like, all the time. And I try and fill it with all the above, but sometimes it's not possible. And time is the only answer. And you aren't, you aren't alone. And I know that you do feel like you are, because I am in that with you right now. Like, I am at a low point again. And it will be, it will be in ebbs and flows, it always is. But ultimately, it will get better. And things will change. And you'll look back in time and you'll think how far, how far you have come over the last however many months or years or whatever it may be. Because apparently um, someone told me that it takes half of the amount of time you've been with someone to get over them. So is it going to take me four and a half years? Because fuck me, if it is. Oh, Christ, I'm going to jump off the nearest building, I swear. No, I'm kidding, but... Ugh, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. So, yeah. Thanks for being here with me today to um, bear my soul, as per usual. Uh, but just know you're not alone if you're feeling like I am. Be kind to yourself today. Take yourself for a walk. Listen to your favourite album. Buy yourself some flowers. 
and ultimately be a bad bitch because that never stops really no matter how sad you are no matter how many tears you've cried in that week or how many baths with a glass of wine and all that kind of stuff you've done crying yourself to sleep that's another classic isn't it um surround yourself with good people and if you've not go to therapy you know and I I know it's not for everybody but I genuinely think it's changed my life forever and if I hadn't done it then I definitely wouldn't be um at this stage I mean and obviously no right now I'm not at the best stage because it's still a lot of learning and a lot of growing to do but I will get there um but yeah love to you always all of you and thank you for being here with me I'm always here to listen my DMs are always open um my Instagram is bunnies tattoos and yeah always here to talk if you want to like I know it's it's horrible feeling alone but you're not it's just it takes time to heal from these things that are massively like massively life-changing on and life-altering it's no one can give you a um, rundown of how long it's going to take you to heal or how long it will take you to move on or even if you ever do because those it's like a death it's you're grieving right so yeah <clears throat> hope you have a lovely week and I will see you well I not see you I keep saying this <laughs> I will be back next week i'm here every monday in downtown l.a as you can hear in the background it picks everything up this mic um yeah have a beautiful week enjoy the sun if it's out let's hope let's pray that um summer is around the corner today has been beautiful but i've been stuck inside all day like the emo i am um but yeah i will be talking about dating and all the bad dates soon so less of this kind of like downward spiral bullshit and more of the funny um the funny bits of dating and life and sex and all those kind of things but yeah i hope i've um i hope i've helped someone feel like they're not um alone in this whole thing um but yeah Thank you again and enjoy your evening. Lots of love to you always and I'll be back next week.